Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Let's crack on with today's first story. Much love, guys. And our first story is coming from the Today I Messed Up subreddit from Sci-Fi Squirrel, who says, Today I messed up. I thought a cute guy was ghosting me, only to find out I was actually ghosting him. I was at a party two weeks ago where I only knew two people. When in walks this guy who immediately gave me this really big smile and I thought he was so gorgeous. We ended up talking in the same circle and he introduces himself. We start chatting and quickly find the circle around us has disappeared and it is just us. He is so smart, his smile is outrageously cute and I love how he seems laser focused on me instead of one of the many attractive women that have now joined the party and are talking about their cool Raya dates. I just had a quick google, it says it's an app, I don't know if it is an app, you have to correct me on that one. As the night wore on, I found myself talking to various different groups but each time this guy would appear again and we'd end up just talking to each other again. Someone who neither of us knew came up and said we made an attractive couple and I realized somehow in the span of two hours we were already acting like a couple. It wasn't just being sexually attracted to him. I felt so comfortable around him and he was so attentive to my needs. I told him offhand I had allergies to the dog at the party. Hours later when I started sneezing, he immediately knew why and moved us outside. His smile was a thing that immediately caught my attention but it was the thoughtfulness that made it. But at the end of the night, we catch an Uber home together and end up kissing. Before the Uber drops him off, I give him my number. Sunday comes, don't hear from him. Okay, okay, I get it. We both got home at 4am and I too just wanted to sleep the day away. Monday comes, silence. Tuesday, even more silence. I know I've read how it is uncool to text a girl immediately because you want to seem super cool and wanted. But we're both in our mid-30s and I hoped realize these mind games are bullshit if you like someone text them when you can life is too short to be with people half interested in you wednesday comes and i'm a mixture of angry and over it and insecure all at the same time how dare he lead me on like this well i guess i'm glad i only wasted one night on this arsehole was i not pretty enough all these thoughts raced through my head and coalesced into me typing his name and workplace into google to see if i can find him Turns out, he was incredibly easy to find. I was planning on just looking at him because I missed his face, but I accidentally clicked the link that brought me to his LinkedIn page. Yikes. Now he'll know that I stalked him, which made me feel even worse. It probably looked crazy. Well, since I was already on his page, I'd guess I'd looked at where he had worked. Maybe he wasn't really interesting and I'd feel better about him ghosting me. Nope, turns out, he is not only very smart, but also humble because... His resume listed a dozen different cool jobs, impressive schools he's attended, things he's worked on. Great. I probably wasn't impressive enough for him. Not 30 minutes later, he friends me on LinkedIn, but seems surprised that I was reaching out. 
He'd evidently text me that night and again the next day, only not to hear anything back. I had ghosted him. And this is how we found out my fuck up. When I gave him my number, turns out I was off by a digit. Turns out tipsy me isn't so great at typing or proofreading. If I hadn't been a creepy LinkedIn stalker, it could have been months, if ever, before we would have seen each other again. Right now we're laughing about it and setting up our first real date. Wish me luck, Reddit. And that's a pretty sweet story and we're going to get to the update in a moment. And most of the comments on this were, you know, congratulations, hope things work out. It's incredibly cute and wholesome, etc, etc. One of some people sharing their stories. So Hope Obama says, I'm so happy it worked out for you. I met my husband in a waffle house. He was hammered with his friends. I was with my friends celebrating my birthday. He made the drunk stagger to my table and loudly slurred, I'm going to marry you one day. I laughed and sent him away with, let's see if you remember in the morning. Well, as fate was have it, I was moving and selling a futon. The buyer was him. He came and picked up, and when I opened the door, the look on my face was a mix of shock, horror, and disgust. But still, he paid for the futon. I at least needed him to get it. He was a completely different guy, and he noticed we were reading the same book. Then he noticed we had similar taste in movies and music. He asked me out on a proper date later in the week. I refused, saying I was moving. Well, he came and helped me move, then bought pizza that night. After that, I couldn't say no to his offer of a proper date. I learned the night I met him, he was at his buddy's bachelor party, and he never drinks, so just a few drinks hit him hard. He felt so embarrassed when he saw me at my house getting the futon. He knew he made an ass of himself and thought the likelihood of running into me again was slim to none, so he was just going to write it off as a learning lesson. We just celebrated seven years last weekend. Sometimes... Things just work out how they are supposed to. So OP did update their original post a year later and says, A year ago, I met a cute guy at a party, accidentally gave him the wrong number, and then found him again on LinkedIn. The last post stopped at the point where I had now given him my correct phone number. We decided for our first date to walk around the park near the city and then grab a drink. I was anxious as soon as this date was set. Besides the normal first date jitters, I also carried the secret that I had posted the story of how I reconnected with him on Reddit. Some 35,000 people had upvoted it. Thousands more had seen it. I needed to tell him about the Reddit post, but I was scared of how he would react. He probably already thought I was weird for looking him up on LinkedIn. I had no idea if he would see me posting our story to Reddit as a breach of his privacy or attention-seeking or just plain weird. The day of our date, I waited for him by a park fountain. When I saw him walking towards me, my heart skipped. I got made fun of in my last post for how much I complimented this guy's smile and I don't even care. Seeing him smile made me immediately happier. It also made me even more worried that I had messed up even the possibility of us becoming a thing by posting our story for the world to see. We walked around the park and sat to talk under a pair of trees. It was a beautiful late summer day. I found myself holding his hand. Slowly, we headed to the nearby bar and by this time I was shaking. When I got my drink in hand, I took a few sips and the words tumbled out. I thought our reconnection story was funny, so I posted it to Reddit. I'd gotten maybe 20 upvotes on anything I'd ever posted before this, so I expected much the same. Then I started to get dozens of notifications from hundreds of people commenting on the post. A friend sent me the post because they thought I'd enjoy it. My sister called and asked if I had written it because she recognized my writing style. The newspaper wrote an article about it. The post taken on a life of its own. Then I showed him the Reddit post. He read it quietly. When he was done, he stood up, came over, and gave me a kiss. 
With that, I breathed the biggest sigh of relief. I learned he himself uses Reddit and thought the post was sweet. The rest of the day, we read the comments together and laughed about the whole thing. Later that week, he came over to my apartment and we cooked dinner together and talked more. Our conversation turned to the fact that neither of us liked casually dating multiple people at the same time. We didn't know exactly what this was yet, but we knew we already liked each other. With that, it seemed we were dating. The first few weeks of dating sped by, filled with apple picking, hiking, and many soup dumplings. I learned at the late night karaoke that he has a beautiful singing voice, and he learned that I definitely did not. Lol. I told a friend later that we were dating and she asked, yes, but is he your boyfriend? Evidently, in this new world of constant casualness, you could be monogamously dating just for the fun of it, but becoming a boyfriend or girlfriend meant you saw this person as someone really important. In previous relationships, I'd felt like I was supposed to wait until the guy said he wanted to be with me, and it would look desperate to say, I love you, before the guy did. This relationship felt different. There was no feeling that he was waiting to text me back to look cooler or more unavailable. There was no avoidance of talk about the future. It just felt like two people that were enjoying learning about each other, which in turn made me feel comfortable being open and honest with him. So after six weeks of dating, but maybe not being my boyfriend, I wrote my feelings down on a card and asked him to be my official boyfriend and he accepted. The rest of the year has been filled with adventures to foreign places where I proceeded to get us lost twice in a place after dark with no streetlights. Still sorry about that one, babe. And maybe trips to the grocery store that were thankfully a little less tumultuous. We've danced late into the night at concerts and cuddled in bed watching TV. We just finished Avatar, The Last Airbender, the animated series. I've fallen asleep on his chest to the sound of the pattering rain. My last thoughts at the brink of sleep that I have never felt so safe. I've woken up next to him and looked over at his face that looks so young and relaxed in sleep. The hair that falls over his face already has some grey in it. Seeing it fills me with sadness that our time together on this planet is finite. Over the last year, he has shown in a thousand small ways that he is not only a great boyfriend but a thoughtful friend and a caring son. My friends and family love him and that makes me love him all the more. He always makes me feel heard and seen and he builds me up in a way that makes me feel like the best version of myself around him is brilliant and competent at his job which is sexy as hell he's serious enough to have his finances in order but still let loose and do silly dance moves with me while we're cooking breakfast he's very clean so i've never once felt like i shouldered the burden of housekeeping i'm actually messier than him and i've put a lot of effort into being cleaner out of respect not once has he raised his voice throughout this whole year i don't think we've gotten into an argument this relationship feels healthy and happy and calm got a few comments from my last post that looking up someone on LinkedIn when they haven't texted is crazy. Please know that if he had turned me down on LinkedIn, I would have respected this and not contacted him further. It's just within a few hours of meeting this man, he felt inexplicably important in my life. I'm glad I trusted my gut and tried to find him. This last part is to my boyfriend, who wanted to be surprised by what I wrote. Over the last year, you have become my favorite person and my best friend. I'm so grateful that I met you and grateful for each day I get to wake up next to you. I can't wait to see what next year brings for us. I love you very much. Aww. <laughs> Those bloody onion ninjas are lurking round again. I think it's, you know, it's refreshing to see. Some people might not like a, a cute post like this, but I absolutely love to see it. You know, I read so many different posts and a lot of it 
you know, there's always some sort of drama going on. To see this couple living their best lives and enjoying each other's company and, you know, progressing is just absolutely wonderful. But I'm going to turn this one to you guys. Do you have your own, you know, maybe cute or weird relationship starting story? Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below and let's move on to another story. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN was another bit of a different story on the today i messed up subreddit from microwavable monkey who says today i messed up by sending my wife to check if a powerball ticket was a winner so this happened a few days ago i have a long-standing habit of buying a lottery ticket for the powerball or mega ball etc whenever it gets over 300 million it's overall a very small amount per year and it's just a small investment in fun times from my point of view Recently, the prize was slowly creeping up due to no winners multiple weeks in a row. The prize gets rolled over if there is no winner. It was a billion last week and I bought a ticket like usual. But I got too busy to take it in to check the numbers. Here is where I screwed up. I decided to give the ticket to my wife to check. Now, she's a sweet lady who has never gambled anything, so she was not familiar with the process. I sent her to a local supermarket with a machine explained how to scan the card and send her on a merry way. A little while later, I get a strange text basically saying, you better be sitting down. And then a text saying something to the effect of, I'm never coming back to this store again. Later, I got the full story. She scanned the ticket correctly and the machine announced that she was a winner. A full screen graphic and giant words, the works. She freaked out at the prospect of becoming billionaires. She does not know how much is shaved off for taxes, but that's a different story. Attracting attention in the store after hyperventilating for a minute or two, she saw that the machine stated to proceed to a checkout counter. She walks over and found out that she won $2. <laughs> she was not aware that if you get one number or some in the right place, you can win your money back. Anyways, after landing back on Earth abruptly, she left the store mortified at her reaction to winning $2, and now we need to find somewhere else to shop. LOL. <laughs> the top comment did make me chuckle on this one. So Gage1 says, Most people will never know what it feels like to be a billionaire. But she did. Followed by, Most people will never know what it's like to lose billionaire status. <laughs> oh, man. Now, what do you guys make of this one? Let me know your thoughts. Let's move on to a story from Am I the Arsehole from Marion Berry. This who says, Am I the Arsehole for boiling cinnamon to make the house smell nice when my mother-in-law is deathly allergic? 
I, female 21, love fall. Now that it's getting closer to September, I've pulled out all the fall decorations and candles and I'm getting ready. Something I've always done during this time of year is make a mixture of nutmeg, apple, cinnamon, and pumpkin spice in water and boil it on the stove. It makes the house smell amazing. Works like a humidifier and puts me in the spirit of my favorite season. My mother-in-law, female 49, is deathly allergic to cinnamon. To the point where she can't go Christmas shopping in person because of the cinnamon-scented candles, sprays, and wallflowers that are out at the time. Anytime she's coming over, I always make sure that I don't burn any of my candles that are cinnamon-scented. And if I've boiled a mixture or burnt one recently, I open the windows to air out our apartment. My husband and I had left for work not too long ago, so I decided to put a mixture on the stove while I was cleaning. After it had already been boiling for a while, I heard a knock at the door. My mother-in-law had dropped by unannounced. When I opened the door, I stepped outside as I thought that she might have needed something. Always dropping something off since she didn't say anything about me coming by and my husband was already gone. She asked why I hadn't let her in and she wanted to hang out for a bit. I explained to her that since I wasn't aware of her coming, I started boiling cinnamon to make the house smell nice and I didn't want her to come in as I was worried it might make her react. Her face dropped and she looked furious. She told me that I shouldn't be doing that and shouldn't even really own cinnamon scented candles because I know it can make her sick. I told her that I always make sure those things are put away or have not been used when she's here, but I wasn't aware of her coming. She just rolled her eyes and began to walk away. Before getting to the stairs, she turned back to look at me and said, that is extremely inconsiderate and rude, that I would be willing to risk her having an allergic reaction just because I like the smell. Am I the arsehole? Edit. Also, this has come up several times in the comments. I'm not trying to make my house unwelcoming to her. She's completely welcome when invited or when she asks to come. She's aware that we like the smell of cinnamon and because of this, my husband has told her that she needs to ask before popping up. He also has put his foot down about unannounced visits. My mother-in-law also eats cinnamon rolls willingly. Her kids say you're allergic and it make you sick every time. And every time she responds with, it's worth the upset stomach. And then she just gets sick later on. However, she also talked about how she can't go holiday shopping because of the amount of cinnamon in, in the air will kill her. I take the precautions because of what she said about the cinnamon scent. Because I'd rather be safe than sorry. Reading so many of these stories, especially where mother-in-laws are involved, it was making me think instantly, like as I was reading the title and stuff, it was some sort of like mother-in-law repellent or something. I don't know if you've ever seen like old school Batman. He's always got like something on his belt. And in one of the episodes, like this is proper, I think 80s Batman. He's getting attacked by a shark and suddenly he pulls out, let me just get my shark repellent spray. <laughs> but the same with a mother-in-law. <laughs> and it makes me think that she's caused problems before. In the edit, you said he has also put his foot down about unannounced visits. So it sounds like she might be popping around quite often in the end you know it's your place you do what you want in there i think you've been very considerate you stepped outside you didn't want her to get sick you're opening your windows you don't keep it around when you know she's turning up i think you'll be more than considerate in this situation in another scenario where you know the mother-in-law's a really nice person she comes around and you start pulling out cinnamon sticks yeah that was going to make you the asshole obviously but that's not what you're doing here is it <laughs> let's check out some comments to see what they say so no to new speak who says not the asshole you're aware of your mother-in-law's allergy 
who ensured that she was not around when you put the cinnamon on the stove and when she showed up and announced, you stepped outside to meet her and shut the door behind you. You did everything right. Expecting you to never have cinnamon in your house again is overkill on mother-in-law's part. Cardinal is hell says not the arsehole yet, but you need to talk to your husband about what you to expect concerning family dropping by. Maybe you see her as an occasional visitor, but your husband has given her the go-ahead to drop by any time. A lot of young couples struggle with this issue at first. Few families have the same expectations of, of random visiting. It could be that you choose to change things. It could be that he talks to his mother and sets new boundaries. The way mother-in-law acted is not right. It's not her house. A little boy has grown up and he has a new woman in his life. But he needs to talk to her and set boundaries as part of the couple. You two can't be divided in this. Not your mother says, not the asshole. She's extremely entitled. It is your home. You have every right to make it smell however you want. Just a thought that putting a cinnamon broom on the door would make a great deterrent for mother-in-law to know when she's not welcome. Acts like garlic for vampires. <laughs> Just gave me a vivid image of mother-in-law strolling up to the door and seeing it on the, and seeing it on the door, then turning and going. <laughs> Independent ideal says not the asshole. You are accommodating when given adequate notice. Your mother-in-law doesn't live there. You shouldn't have to dictate your life around hers. Yes, obviously, if that's your blend for what I call a simmer pot cool, but it sounds like your loose spices are the same ones in pumpkin spice. One more comment from OK Bookkeeper who says, okay, I started this believing you were absolutely the asshole, but you didn't risk anything. You didn't let her in your home knowing about the allergy. You made sure to be considerate of her when you know she might be near. But let's face facts. Cinnamon is kind of the linchpin of the season from September to January. Believe me, I hate it in a way only an autistic can, but I also accept it's going to be everywhere and that's just a me problem and I have to live with it, not the arsehole. But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. Do you have your own little recipes that you like to boil on the stove like that? It sounds absolutely amazing. Let me know. And just a huge thank you for joining me today, getting involved in the stories, your love, your support, your time always means the absolute world to me so thank you so much for being involved truly you're absolutely amazing and never forget that and hopefully i'll see you in the next one take care and much love catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 